President Biden addressed the nation last night. We have winter weather predictions, and you can probably guess what happened in Congress yesterday. I'm Jeff Pierre, and this is The 7 from The Washington Post. It's Friday, October 20th. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. First up, President Biden will ask Congress for more money for Israel and Ukraine. He spoke to the nation last night from the Oval Office. If we walk away from Ukraine, we turn our backs on Israel, it's just not worth it. That's why tomorrow I'm going to send to Congress an urgent budget request to fund America's national security needs, to support our critical partners, including Israel and Ukraine. It's a smart investment that's going to pay dividends for American security for generations. Biden is expected to ask for up to $100 billion in additional aid for both countries, though the exact figure isn't certain yet. In his speech, he also urged restraint from Israel and Gaza. Israeli airstrikes and a siege have led to a humanitarian crisis there. Depleted hospitals are shutting down. And yesterday, a strike hit a historic church that was sheltering civilians. In Israel, families of over 200 hostages held by Hamas are searching social media for clues about the whereabouts of their loved ones. And rocket fire from Lebanon has forced the evacuation of communities near Israel's northern border. At number two. How do you plead to the six counts of conspiracy to commit intentional interference with performance of election duties? Guilty. That was Sidney Powell. She pleaded guilty yesterday to illegally conspiring to overturn Trump's 2020 election loss in Georgia. She's a former member of Donald Trump's legal team and his co-defendant in this case. This could have big implications for Trump. Powell is the first person with direct ties to the former president to plead guilty in the Georgia election interference case. And in her plea deal, she agreed to testify against Trump and the other 17 co-defendants. Powell's deal will also see her serve six years probation and pay a $6,000 fine. Representative Jim Jordan will hold a third vote on becoming House Speaker today. That is story number three. Here we go again. The Ohio lawmaker is still struggling to win enough support from his Republican colleagues, and that support is unlikely to come. Many of Jordan's own supporters admit he'll never get the 217 votes needed to become Speaker. That means there's no end in sight for the standstill in the House that has lasted for over two weeks. And adding to the chaos, a controversial plan to give more powers to the temporary speaker fell apart before it could move forward yesterday. So the House can't get any business done, even in the short term. And that could complicate Biden's plan to request aid money from Congress for Ukraine and Israel. At number four. A U.S. soldier who crossed into North Korea was charged yesterday. Private Travis King was serving in South Korea when he fled into North Korea in July. Last month, he was expelled by North Korea and taken into U.S. custody. The charges include desertion, insubordination, and attempting to solicit sexual photos of a minor over social media. King is being held at Fort Bliss in Texas while he awaits his trial.
Number five, it looks like the North could see a mild winter, but it'll be a stormy one for the South. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration released its national forecast yesterday. The report said you can expect rainy weather in Florida and the Gulf Coast, below normal snowfall in the Plains and Great Lakes, and big snowstorms along the eastern seaboard. The forecast is based on a strengthening El Nino climate pattern and remarkable warmth lingering in the world's oceans. Fewer Americans are going to the movies, theaters, and museums. That is number six. Just 48% of adults reported attending at least one arts event from July 2021 to July 2022. That is according to new research released this week. It's a sign that the arts community is struggling to regain its pre-pandemic audience. But the survey also found that people are continuing to watch or listen to arts events online. And at number seven, a 1981 DeLorean was found in a southern Wisconsin barn with just 977 miles on it. The classic car was made famous for its time-traveling abilities in the 1985 movie, Back to the Future. Marty, you made it! Yeah! Welcome to my latest experiment. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Ah, uh, well, it's a DeLorean, right? Stay with what me, Marty. All your questions will be answered. Roll yeah. tape. But this one had a lot of dust, deflated tires, and a family of nesting mice. Otherwise, it was in remarkably good condition with all of its original parts. It's one of only about 9,000 ever made. It'll take six months to fully refurbish, and then it could be sold for more than $100,000. And before you ask, no, the flux capacitor is not included. That is the show for this week. If you didn't hear this yesterday, we have some exciting news to share about Washington Post subscriptions and audio. So if you're a Washington Post subscriber, you can now get access to Washington Post podcasts, ad-free, and Apple Podcasts. And there are more audio perks around the corner. So be sure to find the Washington Post channel in Apple Podcasts and connect your Post subscription. And then stay tuned for more subscriber-only audio benefits, like exclusive and early access episodes. If you're not a subscriber to The Washington Post yet, this is a great time to start. You can subscribe in the Apple Podcast app by looking for The Washington Post channel or through the link in our show notes. The assistant producer of The Seven is Taylor White. The staff writers are Jamie Ross and Hannah Jewell. John Taylor is our editor. Additional editing by Christina Quinn. Copy editing by Melissa No and Francis Moody. Mixing and sound design is by Jim Briggs and Justin Garish. Our theme music is by Edith Mudge. Our director of audio is Renita Jablonski. I'm Jeff Pierre. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend, and I will meet you back here on Monday. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. 
In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen.